Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier will grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Forest Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforcepodcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know, pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. But that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 826 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I am, as always, your host, N.A. Eric, and tonight we're going through our pickums and we're talking some uh, plans, predictions. It is me and Goose. So, 
very excited to get to that. And we are recording this a few hours before the first match. So if you're worried about hearing any world spoilers, there's nothing for us to spoil. We haven't watched it yet. So, yeah. Um, but it's been a bit since we talked, man. How you doing, Goose? I'm doing good. I, <laughs> Sorry. Mike. Okay, I was going to say, I cannot hear <laughs> no, you. I was Mike, checking Mike was muted. Mike was muted. Uh, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I've been playing some solo queue. Uh Let's see, I'm Emerald 2 right now. Yeah. Oh, you're above me. I think I dropped back into Emerald 4. We're sitting Emerald 2. I think I'm pretty close to 60%, like 55, 60, somewhere in there. Okay, nice. But as usual, with my LP gains, they're all messed up. So (laughs) I'm like plus 22, minus 26. So it's a difficult climb. Yeah, I'm... I'm in the same sort of boat. I lose like 25 and I win 23 or so. So I'm closer to balance than that. But yeah, I'm still a little off on my MMR too. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I mean, I've had, I mean, last split, I was like almost 70% win rate. And now I'm almost 60% and I'm still having terrible LP gains and losses. So it's a little rough, but I mean, we're, we're, we're going. The meta has gone back to kind of how I play the game with engaged supports, so it's feeling a lot better. Nice. Yeah, I haven't played that much on this patch, but um, I'm sure what we know of the meta so far will impact our pickums and has and all that. So, yeah, yeah, I've been playing some a little bit, but not a ton. Uh, I didn't play much the previous weekend, nor. Uh, this weekend, my mom was in town and I just brought her to the airport today. So, um, busy with family and stuff. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know what else has happened. I went on a hike today. It was pretty cool. It was the least, it was like the least cool hike we've been on so far. But since I live in Denver, all of them are up in the Rocky mountains. They're all cool. Just some of them are fucking breathtaking, but, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm not a big hike guy. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, what about hiking do you not like? Uh, I got bad knees. <laughs> okay. So that's really uh, what it boils yeah, down to. Although I did, uh, gonna... I went to the chiropractor for the first time last week. That was a new okay. experience. Never done that before. And, uh, did you get like, you know, all the, all the like clicks in your back come out and stuff like that? Or yeah. like a consultation? I didn't pop much, honestly, because like from my neck to my lower back is like hard as a rock. So he was trying to adjust me the best he could, but I don't adjust very well because of how stiff I am. But I did, I mean the night after or the night of when I got the first adjustment, I slept better and I've slept in a really long time. Damn. I'm happy to hear that. So We're going to go back every week. For eight weeks and then uh the cool thing was is he started it with uh uh taking x-rays of my neck my middle and my lower back to kind of give him a baseline of where he needed to work on my back yeah that's more thorough than i would have thought a uh a chiropractor <laughs> would do since they do have some of that rep of being 
you know, useless doctors. Yeah, and that, and that was... On, but that's not all of them, obviously. There's, that, like, some that are great. That has been my, like, reservations for not going for so long, is all of the negatives that I've heard. And then... Yeah. So my wife goes to this guy, and she's pregnant, obviously. And he specializes in, um, like, pregnancy and chiropractics. Oh. And so in my eyes, you got to be pretty qualified to... To do that. To yeah. pop a, <laughs> a pregnant woman, you know, so... And then she told me that he does the um, the imaging and stuff before he even starts. So that made it a lot more comfortable for me. Felt like he really, he was actually trying to help you and you're not just a customer. Yeah, it's not, he's not like a more expensive masseur then at that yeah. point. He's actually like doing doctor stuff. Well, and I mean, it really wasn't that expensive. The first trip with the x-rays is 60 and then every one after that is only $40. Oh, that's wait. Okay, so yeah, that's actually really good. I thought it would have been like expensive, like doctor yeah. prices, but damn. Yeah. So we're gonna continue with that for a while and see how that goes. Nice. That sounds good. I'm glad you're getting some relief from that. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk Pickums, shall we? So we'll go through John's last because John couldn't be here tonight, so we'll leave his for last then. Um, let's go to yours first then. Uh, sure. So they're up on the screen here. Um, okay. I guess maybe we just go category by category. That makes a lot more sense. I think I did this last year where it was like, let's go through each person. Yeah. Wait, it makes more sense to go category by category. I did the same yeah. fucking thing. Okay. Uh, so how many reverse sweeps do you think there will be? Uh, I only said one. Okay. I don't even think there was this one last. Kind of the most crap shooty. I don't think there was one last year. Yeah, there was. DRX versus Gen G was a... Or DRX in semifinals. No, thought, against EDG, sorry. DRX, EDG in quarters, that was, was a reverse okay. sweep. So there was one then that we can think of. I don't think there was any others. Yeah. Because I think the I rest of them were that. three I ones or three year, twos. three plus. Yeah. No, I went with one. I think uh, reverse sweeping a team that late... And teams that are that good is not very easy to do. So. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hard. Well, wait. Do you consider a reverse sweep in a BO3 if you lose the first game and no, you win two? It, it oh, says it says BO5. Of, oh, yeah, yes, okay. Only. It okay. Says it, yeah. I was about to say, wait a second. <laughs> I was thinking that, and then I read it. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> so uh, I put two. John also put two. My reasoning for two is that... I mean, this one is so crapshooty, so I was like, if they're going to maybe happen, I could see maybe more than one happening. Because there seems like it's not as stacked as last Worlds in terms of like skill disparity across the whole tournament. This feels like a narrower bracket overall to me, so I think it could happen. Definitely with some of the play-in teams, because they do have two best of fives there, so yeah. But that was that. Okay, um... Longest uh, duration of a single game. Um, John did 44, 59 or less. He doesn't think anything's going to go above 45. Oh, wow. Uh, you picked one category above that, and I picked one above that. So, all right, John doesn't believe in the quick, uh, in the extended game meta, but why did you put 45 to 50? Uh, I think I, I may need to change this, but I'm pretty sure the the longest game between like the two highest LCK teams was like 49 minutes. 
I think it was a T1 game. Yeah, it was like 49 or something. Yeah, and it, I'm pretty sure it was T1 KT. I want to say it was those that two. That sounds right. In one of the playoff games or yeah. something. Yeah, and so that's basically what I'm banking on is that <laughs> two of the uh, um, Korean teams play against each other and it goes to 49 minutes. I could totally see a game that's like Cloud9 versus Golden Guardians going like 55 minutes. If two NA teams square up, I could totally see it. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. But NA teams tend to just kind of beat the shit out of each other. There's usually not too many long games between the two. Or they can't, even they take like, you know, three or four elders and no one's still won. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Okay. That's a good thought. I did 50 to 55 because I don't think we'll see anything like almost at an hour or an hour plus, but I went on the high side. I went on the high side for most of these things. We'll see. That was really all of it, though. I did no research, so you're a lot coming in with a lot more educated guests than me. Um, Pentakills. So how many will there be? John had two, you have three plus, and I have three plus. So my thought for why I did three plus was there's a lot of the champions that can pentakill the easiest are strong in the meta, and it's a bunch of ADCs, right? So like Kaisa can do them pretty easily. Zeri, of course, can, and Zeri's going to be played. Aphelios can. Uh, not as much with Zaya, but Vayne's also situationally pretty good. So, And also, like, Karthus might get pulled up by a European team. Um, Tristana's pretty good, too. So there's a lot of, like, reset style or just, like, hard DPS carry you through a fight ADCs that are good right now that's why i was thinking that and there were at least two last year i think uh there was two in play-ins alone and i think there was definitely some in the groups yeah that's why i put three plus yeah just by that that makes a lot more sense than my like weird read on the meta (laughs) you're not wrong though uh which drake which drake did you say it's in korea man it's gotta be cloud (laughs) it's gotta be cloud uh John and I both happened to pick Mountain. I just thought, all right, I'm going to pick Mountain because if it's a Mountain one, everyone's fighting over dragons a lot this world if there's Mountain Drakes everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Okay, Baron Steels. How many Baron Steels will there be? We all... Oh, okay. So you have three to five. So does John. (laughs) I have nine plus. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... It's we have Korean teams that decide I don't know what I'm gonna do. Let's flip Baron, and they get stolen all the time against T1, and T1 steals a shitload of Barons too. And then we have a lot more games and more teams. I just think it's gonna happen, especially with like NA teams and EU teams are gonna be behind. They're like, all right, fuck it, let's try a Baron and get stolen, and they get wiped. Like I think that's gonna be. I think we're gonna see a lot. Yeah, I just think when you get to Worlds teams take less high risks unless they're like actually on the brink of like if we don't get this baron the game is over which definitely is going to happen for some of the higher teams against the lower teams but teams just tend to play a lot more i guess shouldn't say tent attempt to play more perfect so and a lot of the it's a more reserved attitude yeah yeah, and a lot of the things in the game that allow for steals have kind of gotten nerfed in the recent Metas or in the recent patches, like Varus, he can't outsmite smite anymore as easily. Auto, yeah, yeah. So, and there's not a lot of champions in the meta right now that I can think of that will be played that are good for stealing. Like, I mean, we'll probably strong. They'll play. Yeah, Kindred's up there for sure. 
Um, but I'm more seeing like Kha'Zix. I'm thinking like a Kha'Zix Q, Q Smite type stuff. Now, granted, we may see Kha'Zix. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely players that play that champion. And so I just don't think there's as many champions that can easily steal Baron. Yeah, I'm just looking to see um, which ones are decent and played. I've seen some people go, like, if anyone goes Spellbook, then if sp supports do, that opens it up a lot because a lot of the engaged supports can go Spellbook and take Smite. Um, yeah, Shaco's really good right now, but no one's going to play him. Um, we might see an Evelyn game, but it's pretty heavy to commit for a Smite steal there. Um, Hecarim is not going to be played, probably. He's fantastic at Baron steals. Yeah, I mean, like Varus, like you said. Um, yeah, it's kind of... Nidalee is pretty good, so we could see someone go for like a long-range spear. There's a few Chinese players that play Nidalee, too. Yeah, I think we'll see Nidalee. Rel's pretty good at it because she can kind of unstoppably get in. Yeah. That's kind of it, I think. Yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of the champions that are good to get in and do that are not in a state to be. I think there's champions that can get in. I just more or less think of champions that have a burst ability that can help you secure the smite easier like if they're if if it's at 2k you can use an ability and smite at the same time and you probably yeah. have like 90 percent chance of getting it yeah like nunu is the king of doing that yeah. that makes sense but no pros are going to play nunu at all <laughs> yeah i could see some viego but that's about it lee sin can do it pretty well as well yeah. and he's actually decent <coughs> so He'll be playing well, I bit. hope to see a lot of Lee Sin, because okay. that would help my pick'ems. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to champions now. So, uh, which one did you pick Lee Sin for? I didn't pick Lee Sin for any of them, but Lee Sin helps one of my champions. Oh. Uh... Oh, Poppy, are you yeah. thinking? Or Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you, yeah, you put Poppy in who will be played in the most different roles. Why Poppy? That was a strong uh, consideration for me, too. I think she can, she is viably played in support top and jungle. And with the amount of dashes yeah. in the game, I think teams are trolling if they don't have high priority on Poppy. Yeah, that makes sense. And she's still good. And uh, players that played her before were still playing her. She yeah. has played a lot in NA, I remember. Like, Licorice likes to play her a lot. Zayas likes to still play it. There's other people who still play it. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, top for sure. Jungle, absolutely, she'll be there. I don't know if anyone's going to pick it support. Support's, very, very, support's very niche. There are a few players that play it. Um, I just, does. I had, I had a hard everything. time finding a champion that was good in three roles right now. Because there's a whole bunch that are two. Yeah. But three is... Yeah, so... Uh, John and I chose the same one for that. We put Gragas because Gragas could show up in four realistically, but yeah. probably will show up in at least two. Yeah, if it was old G2, I would have picked Gragas because we would have seen Gragas support. <laughs> yes, we would have. But Hans doesn't play yeah. Yasuo. So. Oh, okay. Well, you could put him on Senna and put Mickey on 
Yeah, but you picked the Gragas for the Gragas Yasuo. Okay. Oh, I was thinking Gragas Senna. Sorry. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so, champions be most picked at Worlds. So, let's see. John put Ezreal. Do you see Ezreal being picked a lot? Uh, I see him being picked a lot, but I don't see him having that high of priority to be picked that much. Like, he's going to be picked, but it's probably not nearly as high as it needs to be. Yeah. Agreed. He is a strong candidate for who will have the highest win rate because he's going to be only picked a few times. But, yeah. Um, Okay. I put Kaisa will be the most picked. And I wasn't sure because, well, every team can and will play, every team can play Kaisa. So it's not like I'm worried about that. Uh, I also don't think she'll be targeted for bans since a lot of ADCs are good right now. But she might be banned enough. She will be banned some. She might be banned enough to yeah, that's actually my, be passed. <laughs> that's my most banned is Kaisa. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, before we get to that, oh, yes, why'd you put her as most banned? Uh, because I, th- I think that there is... Um, like two or three ADs that are at the top of the list that are like S tier. And then you have quite, I would say there's three ADs that are like S plus, and then you drop to A. So you really need to get rid of those S plus, or you need to prioritize getting them, which is going to be difficult to and prioritize. Kaisa, probably Zaya and I say else? Kaisa, Zaya, and then I'm, I'm not sure on the third yet. I'm, I'm leaning Ash, but I'm not there yet. Okay, because I think that there are ADCs that could be played up there if Pros decided to pick it. Like Kogma is up there if you decide to pick yeah. it, and G two might. Misfortune is up there for sure, but no one's gonna pick it. Yeah, I think those are all A's, personally. Yeah, and then who's piloting yeah. it could be could make it an S, but I think Kaisa especially is just an S champion, and there is no way in hell that Gala gets Kaisa one time this tournament <laughs> they probably shouldn't yeah I bet it will because a lot of teams suck at drafting but he should not especially since the new build if you pay attention to it has moved into like assassinating yeah it sucks perfect at it's not a good build <laughs> really yeah it's not good it's good for solo queue but it's but. not it's not that good because you don't have any like straight up fight potential. You are singularly an assassin, right? So you have to get onto their backline and kill their ADC, which is not necessarily yeah. what you want your ADC doing. Very true. Now, if we want to, see, we may see an AD mid Kaisa version of it, like where they play that okay, build mid lane. But I don't think you want your AD playing that version. Sure. We'll probably most sense. likely see like the. Crack and Guensu's version mostly. AP is still not yeah, terrible. Then, you can still play it, but it's not the greatest. Yeah, I think if anything, we might see people splash into Zanya's or uh, Nasher's, and that'd be it for AP. But I think it's yeah. mostly going to be that on hit style. Well, the lethality build, you go uh, Nasher's into Zanya's. Really, I thought it was. Yeah. I didn't. I've never seen anyone get past Nasher's on it because it's. Uh, Umbral Glaive into Duskblade for people who don't yeah. know into Nashers. Yeah, and then most people go Zanya's last. Gotcha. If they get that far, but yeah, it's very feast or famine because you can be shut down really easily with that build. Yep. So 
if you blow your combo as you go in, you don't kill someone. Well, fuck. Now I just yeah. auto very kind of slowly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so John. Oh yeah. We. So what did you put for most picked? It looks like Rel. Why uh, Rel? I, I put Rel because I don't think Rel is in a state right now where she um, is like ban worthy. And I, but I still think she offers a lot in team comps. I think there's other champions that need to be banned before she is. So then that also um, leaves her to be played in the four or five picks as well. So you really need to find a champion that can be first rotated and is not so OP that they will make it into the second phase as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I, pro- I maybe should change mine then. I might change it. We'll see. That makes sense, though, with Rel. I do think also that Rel's a good one because she has high prio in jungle yeah. and then decent prio in support, too. Yeah. So she can actually be first rotated and then flexed, for, yep. and teams are going to do that. Yeah, and that's the main reason why I picked it. And, I mean, with okay. going back to the engage meta, she's really good in support. So She is. Okay, uh, so we went over your most banned, which was uh, Kaisa. John put Blitzcrank. I can see Blitzcrank's <laughs> going to be banned, but I don't think he's at the top of the bans. <laughs> that is such a solo queue mentality. <laughs> Teams do ban it in pros, though. Uh, yeah, they do, but I just that's funny that he put Blitzcrank. It, it is. He's one of the most banned champions in, in solo queue. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but I think he will have some banned presence. I put Azir. Because I think Azir is in a good enough spot where he's going to be picked a lot. But I think that, especially as the tournament goes on, people are just going to take that away and have you play have them play something else. I don't think he'll get played that much. I think he'll be pretty mostly banned, is my guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, who have the most deaths? So you two had the same one. You had Rel. And if you're thinking that she's going to be picked the most, that makes sense. And she's a support, you know, she doesn't offer much damage and stuff, so she's not getting many kills. She'll die a decent bit. That's a good pick. Yeah, that that was you. You went through my reasoning, and you. I mean, you kind of need yeah. to. You need to pick a support. It, it usually is a support yeah, champion. I picked Nautilus. Yeah, Nautilus is a good good one to pick. <laughs> yep, it is. I think last year I picked a Mumu, and he wasn't played enough, even yeah. though Mumu MF was very good. Uh, highest win rate at five games. What did you go with? Uh, I went with Azir. At least five. Uh, I went with Azir. Azir, yeah. Okay. Why Azir? Um, I don't think low-tier champions or like low-tier teams are going to be confident enough to play him. And I think that the people that can play him really well, like all of the Eastern mid laners are going to play him anytime he's available. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, uh, John had Jarvan. I think Jarvan's actually going to be like kind of a bait pick towards the beginning of Worlds. Like it'll be, it's like Echo Jungle a bunch of years ago where that everyone was like, oh shit, it's really good. And then in planes, it just kind of flops. And I think that's what Jarvan's going to happen. I had Blitzcrank because I don't think he'll get played very much, but I think <laughs> the people that will play him are going to do really well on him. That's funny. The Blitzcrank yeah. gamers. Uh, 
I mean, it, Blitz is good in the meta, and there's quite, as we yeah. talked about last couple episodes, there are some good Chinese and Korean Blitz clinic players, so I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Two players, then. Okay. Uh, Who do you say is going to play the most different champions? The best support in the world. You put on? Yep. On is going to play the most? Yep. Okay. Why? Because on is the best support in the world. Okay, I sure. Uh, John and I put different champions, but we both put top laner or different people. We both put top laners, though. He said licorice. I don't think Golden Guardians is a good guess because I don't think they'll be in the tournament that long, so they're not gonna have the chance to play enough different champions. Yeah, and I also think top laners are gonna be locked into tanks a lot. Really, I think. I was thinking about picking Bin, but I picked Zayus just because I think it's going to be like some people are going to go into that bruiser and carry role, but they will also spec into tanks, so they'll be hitting both. Bin's not a bad choice for top laners, but I just don't see many champions in the top lane where they're... like I only see like 10 champions in top lane that are like really, really good. Okay. And most of them are tanks. So you're probably going to pick the best tank most times. Yeah. Or you're going to, then someone else is going to pick a tank and you're going to pick a Fiora or a Camille yeah. or something to try and just <sighs> annihilate the tank. Okay. Actually, I'm going to change my answer to Ben. I've talked myself out of it. I like the Ben. Ben will play carries. Yeah. Ben will play anything, though. <laughs> yeah, he will. Yep. Okay. Um, most kills in a single game. Did any of us pick the same thing? We did not. I picked Ruler just because I can. I, I don't think they'll be behind enough where they need to get hard carried by Ruler. I don't think JDG will, but he definitely will have games where you get into double digits with kills. And if they get a super favorable quarterfinal matchup, then it'll. I, I guess because they're going to get through groups most likely. But if they get a super favorable quarterfinal matchup, he'll probably get one game to annihilate an Eastern or a Western team if they get one. That was what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a good, you went with Pays, so yep. I'm guessing kind of the same idea. I picked Pays because a uh, little fact here, he set the single season kill record for LCK. Yeah. He gets a lot of kills. <laughs> so He does. He very much does. I've picked him for a different category, um, but... John put Gory. I'm guess there's a lot of Western bias here. Uh, that's not a bad bad option bad because happening. if Golden Guardians gets out of the BDS Golden Guardians group, he could rack up to like 15, 20 kills up against some minor region team in okay. play-ins. Sure, that makes sense actually. Okay, uh, highest KDA. John had Golden Guardians River, so three Golden Guardians players here. <laughs> Okay. KDA. I mean, he. I mean, that's not a bad pick because it might. It. It's probably going to be a team that isn't in that long. So that's what Cadrill did. Have someone who performs is, insanely well. He picked a um, play-ins team that was good, but not so good that they would get out of play-ins. Sure. So that they would have a high KDA by the end of play-ins. That makes sense. I think he picked Crowny. So that's what John's going for. For the highest like. KDA. I think he did, yeah. When I remember, yeah, now that I think about it, I think he did too. 
Okay. You put ruler. You did not go in the planes bra- uh, direction. No, I mean, ruler is uh, the best ADC in the world. So uh, he doesn't die very much. His, his team yeah. is so, um, is just a front line for him. So. Yep, and I did the same sort of idea. I did Chovy because best, arguably best mid in the world. It's like him or Knight, and uh, he also doesn't die that much, and he gets a shitload of kills. So, and he's also like selfish. So he might not join a fight and not die because he wants a wave. Yeah. Yep. So that was it. Um, get the most first blood kills at Worlds. So this one was really fucking tough for me. I almost put a couple different junglers, but I'm going with Elk. Okay. Hey, respect. <laughs> yeah. So I can totally, I mean, he's a psychopath, as we all know, people who follow uh, BLG or at least watch some of the games. Elk is a psychopath. So he will go aggro early in bot lane. And I think that Draven's in an okay spot, and I could totally see him playing that. Or he's one of the best Lucians. So I could see like Lucian Nami, him getting double, or like a first blood. First blood and bot and bot. I think most games, first blood in a lot of these games is going to be in bot lane before level three as well. So I just think a bot lane is a good choice here. But I almost went with uh, uh, I think Weiwei um, because some of the Chinese junglers go really fucking hard early. That's why I chose Elk, anyways. What'd yeah, you go with? I went with Kanavi. Okay. Does he play a playstyle where it's like get in the action early? Uh, it just depends on what the matchups are. Okay. I just I feel like he's gonna be a part of basically every first blood that JDG has. So makes sense. That's a strong, solid pick. Last year I picked Way for that because I was thinking RNG's jungler is gonna do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John put BDS Adam. I don't know what he's smoking, but <laughs> he's, he's not that Adam's Adam bad. Adam might, get get... <laughs> Adam might get a first blood, but he's not going to get the most because he's not going to get out of Swiss stage. There's no way BDS gets out of Swiss uh, well, stage. I guarantee you, though, Adam will be a part of every first blood in the BDS Golden Guardian <laughs> series, whether he gets the kill or whether he dies. <laughs> uh, you're probably not wrong either. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, for who will get at least one pentakill? John had another Western player. He said Crowny will get a pentakill at Worlds. Possible. Yeah. Um. Okay. Why'd you go Gala? I mean, he's my favorite ADC. Fair. So, and he and he's a Kaisa one trick. Kaisa's good, so he'll get a pentakill eventually. I went with Pays because kind of like why you thought he would be a good pick for Heist KDA. Yeah. He's gotten many a pentakill on Zeri, and I think Zeri's in a playable spot where Genji will definitely be pulling it out. Yep. So for that category of the players stuff, both of us picked all Eastern players, and John picked all Western players. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad option picking the Western players. I mean... It's not, no. Depending on the category. Yeah. Um... Okay, so last category we have is teams. So uh, which team from a region with two or less seeds will advance the furthest through Worlds? Uh, John went with R7. He went with Rainbow 7. So interesting. He thinks they will get into Swiss stage and then maybe get out of Swiss stage then is what he's banking on there. 
Um, I don't know if I haven't watched a ton of the minor regions. I don't think R seven would be the one I'd go with, but I've watched all cool of them idea. in the last two days. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what do you think of the R seven pick then? Uh, they won't win a single game in plans. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. I went with Gam because I hadn't watched a lot, so Gam is a safe option. Yeah. Uh, what'd you go with? I went with PSG. Down. Solid, safe option as well. Yeah. And I think they're still pretty good this year, too. I think they're the second best team in play-ins. Behind who? Golden Guardians or BDS, whichever team wins the... Sure. Uh, okay, so which team will have the shortest game at Worlds? Um, John put JDG. I don't know. Don't JDG play a bit slower? They're not a fast-moving team, generally. Um, the thing about JDG is they can be be behind for 17 to 18 minutes, win one team fight, get Baron, and end the game. Oh, okay. So it's not a bad call on the JDG. I think the fastest game will be under 20, though. So if JDG's not the kind of team to... I mean, I guess... I don't know. I don't see them as someone who might win in 16 or 17 minutes, though. I could also see them playing, like... <laughs> Mad Lions or something, you know, and <laughs> 17 minutes. Just annihilating them. That's fair. Okay. They are, I mean, they're all good enough to do that. So that's not a bad one. Um, I went with BLG because I think that they could quite obviously steamroll over some yeah. team and have a really fast game. Yeah. Ben is going to be building Holt Breaker. So I can't wait. Uh, what'd you go with? I went with Golden Guardians. <laughs> you think that they'll just annihilate a game in the series that'll start today? Yeah, I think or? they. I think something's gonna happen again in the BDS series, and they're gonna win a game in 15 minutes. Okay, I could see it. Not a bad call. Okay, um, which team will have the most Baron steals at Worlds? John put Gen G, which is a decent option because they'll play a lot of games. I don't think Peanut steals that many though he's more trying to win the fight around baron than to try and steal it i think are you looking up how many steals he had in the season no i was looking up uh i kind of want to look that up i'm gonna see uh lck stats but yeah i uh i don't mind the genji call i also I don't know how many steals they'll get because they're a team that really focuses on making the right decision. Yeah, agreed. So how often are they going to go for a 50-50 play on Baron? Unless they're like dr dramatically behind. Yeah, the only time that they might be getting steals is if other teams are throwing Hail Marys against them. Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, I put... Dom one because I think they're going to be behind a decent amount and Canyon has going to have a lot of chances to steal Barons to try and get them back into the game. Yeah, that's a good call. What'd you go with? Uh, LNG. Uh, what, Tarzan is their jungler? Yeah, Tarzan's an animal. Well, no, he's a man that lives amongst monsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty clever. 
Uh, okay, and then what else do we have? We have... Okay, which team will win Worlds? So we all have the same answer, JDG. So I want to put a caveat in here. I okay. actually think LNG wins Worlds. Okay, why? I think that they're actually truly the second best team in the region. And they're the only team that has really pushed JDG. In both their series. Wasn't that just when they got really hot, though, and they, were really, they weren't that hot before then. They just got really hot in the playoffs. I agree, but getting hot at the end. I, I went back and watched all of the LNG games in the playoffs, and I was actually really impressed with what they did. Okay. But I want JDG to win because I want somebody to finally do the Golden Road. Uh, when their when both of their seasons trophies MSI and Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Because I and hope if any they team get has like been some the most positioned to do it. It's definitely them. This yeah, year. I mean JDG is the best team in the world. There's there's no arguments against it. Yeah. And I just want some golden yep. chromas for their world skins. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I I guess I underestimated LNG's roster. I don't know. I don't know that much about like Hong, but obviously Gala is amazing and Scout is very good and Zika is unbelievable. He's like big yeah. and Sooning went all the way. That's how he's playing. And their top laner is really fucking good. Yeah. I think he's going to have I think he's going to be like the breakout player of Worlds. I could totally see it. Yep, he's I mean he's the bin 3 years later. Is yeah. 4 years later. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see LNG winning it then. That makes sense. Yeah, my only other candidate that I was going to say was uh, Weibo. Just to make <laughs> Weibo. That'd be it. Weibo. That'd be it. I don't... It's a cool name. They have a sweet uh, logo, too. Their name really is so logo. long, though. <laughs> what's the whole... Oh, what's the whole roster? The whole thing is... Here, I'll pull it up for you. Uh, I'm looking at it. Weibo Gaming Fa Audi. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Okay, uh, which team will play the most different champions at Worlds? So we have two different answers here. Uh, but I wanted to change mine, I remembered, uh, ahead of time. So what did you go with and why? Uh, I put G2. They play the most champions out of any team in the world. Are they going to be in the tournament long enough to have the most diversity, though? Yeah. Yeah, they, they make it out of Swiss. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Um, John went with JDG. They'll play a lot of champions because they'll play a long time in the tournament. Solid, safe pick. I went with BLG as well. Originally, I had JDG, but the more that I thought about it today, I wanted to change my mind. Because um, I think that BLG have some players that will play some stuff that not a lot of other... That will not be played by very many other people. So they'll have a lot of unique picks. That's why yeah. I was going with it. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then who do we have for the game uh, this evening? Or it's happening on Sunday, yeah, this evening. 
Um, I went with. And then who do we have for the whole play-ins? Yeah, so you go. Could could you do the play-ins? See, it only. You picked your two picks to get to get two Swiss stage. So it's not like match by match. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I picked uh, PSG and I picked Golden Guardians. I switched on my Golden Guardians EDS take. All right. All right. And it makes sense that you put PSG since you predict them to get the furthest in worlds. Yeah. Um, John did Rainbow Seven and Golden Guardians. And I did BDS and DFM. Ooh, DFM. Man, that's spicy with all the turmoil going on with that team. <laughs> yep, I know. But uh, I believe in the Japanese and the one Korean they have. They can do it. Fair enough. I actually probably think that I should change since I don't have Gam getting out of Swiss. I need to change that. <laughs> I just realized that. Fuck. I think Gam right. is not good. Yeah. I would go with Team Wales, but I don't, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> they're not good either. I mean, they're just a worst version of the Oysters. I miss the Buffalo. Uh, they're not a team anymore. They're not? Saigon Buffalo? No. I mean, they changed their first like, team, but... They disbanded. Oh. They didn't have the funding, so all their players are on different teams. One of their players is on oh. the uh, team from, not Gam, but the other one. Apparently they have a team. That's what LOL fandom is saying, unless it's recent news that they folded. It happened after MSI. They had to, like, they couldn't afford uh, any of their players or anything, so they had to let them all go. And then I thought that they, I thought the team name disbanded, but they may still be a team. 2023, they were in the playoffs. They played in, uh, in September. Okay. They finished fourth. They lost to Team Wales in 3-2. Oh, Froggy and Shogun. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's all the picks then. And in, what, a week is it? Or how long does play-ins last? Um, about that time. It starts right after the next day, after the series tonight. Yeah. Oh, so it'll go for, like, just, it'll go for a week. Yeah. Um, it'll be done on, well, I guess a week and a half, because it goes into next Wednesday, it looks like, is when the other final is. So, a week and a half, and then we'll be able to do our regular predictions before Swiss stage about who will go that far, which I'm very much looking forward to. I'm so hyped for Worlds to start. Me too. I'm ready. Yeah. So, um, I guess let's wrap it up there then, uh, unless there was anything that we wanted to talk about at all. I guess, is there anything else noteworthy? Because we won't be talking about planes much at all until it's done. Um, anything else other than the picks that we went over that you think is worth like bringing up about any players that are fun to watch or specific teams that you think might do a lot better, a lot worse? Anything? You're muted. Thanks. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I would watch PSG. They're a pretty good team. They got Maple back, and he always turns it on whenever um, Worlds comes around. And then um, 
what was the other team? Uh, loud. Watch out for loud. They can make some damage. Not necessarily make really? it. Not, not not necessarily make it out, but they have the opportunity to like spoil everybody else. I'm trying to look up who's on their roster. Um, Root, yeah, they have Root, who's very good as an. Oh, he's not very good. He's pretty good as an ADC. They have Seosh here, Robo and Croc, and Tinnom's the same as before. Wow, they've had the same roster for like three years. Yeah, Robo's probably one of the better top laners in the play-ins. Apparently his favorite champion is Tristana. So maybe we'll see that uh, <laughs> up there. Dang. Uh, I'm just looking to see what champions Robo's played so far this year. A pretty good amount of them, actually. Played Olaf, Cassante, Aatrox, Nar, Renekton, Poppy, Orn, Gragas, Darius, uh, Kennen, Malphite, Lee Sin, Rumble. It's a good amount over 2023 to play. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just really excited to see the minor regions face each other. So that's why I uh, that's what I think is just really cool to see like Brazil pummel some. Uh, Southeast Asian team that they never get to see except for twice a year. Just really fun watching the totally different metas and, and mm -hmm. styles see like what actually ends up working. Yeah. yeah, it'll be exciting. I love watching the minor Asian teams just clown fiesta their way in. <laughs> yeah. Beat the snot out of each other and pull yeah. out every card so that when they get to Swiss stage, they have nothing to hide anymore. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up here then. I'm going to play some games after this. So, uh, yeah, this has been episode 826. If you have anything, uh, any feedback for us, let us know in the feedback thread of our Discord or at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. Um, please check out our Patreon. We have a slew of different benefits at different tiers that we would appreciate your support should you like the content that we produce lastly we have community game nights which start at 7 15 eastern every tuesday and go for several hours they're a lot of fun we get a, some in-houses uh customs going if enough people show up so yeah please come to those with that uh once again this is episode 826 thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time peace Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided.